Today on the church's calendar is Ash Wednesday, as you know. Clearly, Ash Wednesday is not the sort of holiday that we're used to or observance like many other church functions. None of us got the day off, for instance, and there is no Charlie Brown Ash Wednesday television special, (laughs) as far as I know. I doubt anyone around the country planned a party with an Ash Wednesday theme, and probably very few Ash Wednesday gifts have been given. What is this day? You come to church, you have some dirt rubbed on your face, and get told that you're going to die. The high point of the year for a Christian is not Christmas necessarily, although that's obviously a wonderful time. It's not Mother's Day or Arbor Day or Fourth of July or even International Talk Like a Pirate Day. (laughs) September 19th, mark your calendars. It is Easter, the feast of the resurrection of the Son of God and our brother Jesus Christ. From the very beginning, Christians have observed an annual commemoration of Christ's death and resurrection, and indeed the reason that we today gather on Sunday morning is because every week is a little Easter. Today on Ash Wednesday, we begin our 40-day journey through Lent toward Easter. Every journey begins with a single step, and the first step to recovery is admitting that you've got a problem. We begin our pilgrimage smearing ashes to our brow as a reminder that we are mortal beings. For unless the Lord returns beforehand, we will all one day pass on and decompose and turn to ash. Earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And in light of that stark And sobering realization, Lent tells us to engage in a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. It's very humbling. But in another way, Ash Wednesday and Lent is also very refreshing. Haven't you ever noticed how exhausting it is to have to be strong all the time to hold it together and wear a plastic smile and to play the role of the happy, successful, victorious Christian all the time? It is strangely liberating to confess your faults, to stop hiding, to stop faking it, and just let the tears flow. So much effort goes into looking good and working hard and pretending that we are in charge of our lives. It's rare in our culture for people to admit in public that you're not in control. And it's rare to escape the fantasy that money or science or fame or violence or shiny objects will somehow save us from death. The Bible says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. Observing Lent as we do is just acknowledging that this is our time to mourn, not dance, the time to weep and not laugh. That's why... 
It's customary in many churches to say farewell to the Alleluia on the Sunday before Ash Wednesday. Traditionally, during Lent, we don't sing Alleluia. And we have purple vestments indicating penitence and sorrow. And there is fasting and sober music. Lent is a penitential season. And there is no way to really lighten that up. There's no such thing as Lent light. But here's the key. We may mourn and weep today, but we will laugh and dance soon enough. Back in the olden days, by which I mean the 1980s, <laughs> the late 80s, there used to be a commercial for a medical alarm pendant. Some of you will know what I'm talking about. An elderly woman was shown on the floor of her bathroom, and she pressed the button on the pendant around her neck and said the line which became famous thereafter. And it's not meant to be funny, but it kind of became sort of the butt of jokes. And she said, I've fallen and I can't get up. My friends, we are fallen and we can't get up. But God will lift you up. He will not allow you to remain in the ash heap forever. Like a phoenix rising from its ashes, you are going to fly. Ash Wednesday is not something I do for God. Coming to church and getting your ashes are not ways to impress God or human beings. In fact, it's just the opposite. Getting your ashes is a way of showing that you know that there is really nothing you can do for God to impress Him. It's a sign of helplessness. You are dust, and to dust you shall return. And there's not one single solitary thing you can do about it. We are fallen, and we can't get up. And why ashes in the sign of a cross? Why not a heart or a smiley face? The ashes are a sign that we are all sentenced to die, but the cross signifies that our sin has been paid for in full by Jesus Christ, and that by His death on the cross, our sins are absolved, washed, forgiven, forgotten, and He has conquered death on our behalf. I think that Ash Wednesday can be a huge sense of relief for us. And not from some bizarre sort of religious masochism. It's just that it's a relief when you recognize and realize that your outcome is really not in your control. As long as you think that the solution to your life is within your grasp, you're going to feel the need to try harder and work longer. But it's all just a ridiculous religious facade. It is only when you realize that you are powerless that you can be truly set free. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. I am going to die, but my life is with Christ and so is yours. Yes, Lent begins with death, but it ends in a resurrection. In Jesus' name, amen. I invite you to stand for our concluding prayers.